Hi, it's Rob here. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you're new here, welcome. And uh, in today's episode, I'd like to talk about something that a lot of people don't really want to talk about. In fact, something that a lot of people don't really understand in the degree to which they need to understand it to take charge of and change their lives. So that is responsibility. So what's inspired, what the inspiration for today's episode was, was, um, was watching a discussion forum on television in which there were four or five people in the forum and it wasn't a debating forum, it was a to- more of a topic, a conversational forum. I'm not a big TV watcher, but it, this was on in the background and somebody in the group asked another person in the group for their opinion. And the, the person who was asked freely and willingly gave their opinion, so it was, and, they, and they owned it. They said, this is just my belief, my opinion, my perspective based on where I'm up to and so on. And they gave their opinion freely and openly. And the person who'd asked them the question said, well, that really annoys me when you say that. And it was that little vignette, that little piece of conversation that inspired today's episode. And um, I guess there are a few things floating around. When I say that, I'm conscious of the degree to which our lives stimulate our creativity. You know, this podcast episode is, has been created or inspired, if you like, it's on the back of me overhearing a conversation which prompted a thought prompted a response and here I now am. But the point here is that the person who became annoyed blamed the other person for their annoyance. He said, you saying that really annoys me. And in in stating that, what they were doing was they were deferring responsibility. They were playing the victim, playing the persecutor, and deferring responsibility for their own feelings and emotions, they were putting them onto the other person. Because in reality, the person who gave their opinion just gave their opinion. And what caused the person to be annoyed was them getting annoyed. And if we're going to take charge of our lives and to create results that we really want, like really take charge of our lives and, and create our own our own outcomes and our goals and live out our vision and so on, we need to take responsibility. So if we get annoyed, if we find ourselves becoming annoyed or angry or upset, and those emotions are all perfectly, um, perfectly okay. Our lives are, we're emotional creatures. We have an emotional guidance system, if you like, which <laughs> tells us whether we're uh, on track or off track much of the time. But feeling and expressing emotions, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. However, we need to own them as being ours. Because if we're constantly pointing the finger at other people or situations or events or circumstances as being the reason for us feeling a certain way, we're going to have a pretty rough ride. We're going to have a rough ride whereby our state, our emotional state, our well-being, our feelings are, are subject to everything around us and people around us stacking up in a way that meets with our approval. Yet when we can turn the finger to point inwardly and say, well, actually, I became annoyed because because I became annoyed. Then we own our emotions. 
and we own that, it's a res that we've had a response or a reaction, in most people's cases, most people are reacting to the outside world, but when we own our emotions and own our feelings and own the fact that it's us that's had an internal response to something, then it supports us to, to manage our emotions, to stay in state, to be in charge of us. And it also helps us to interact with the outside world in a very different way. Because that person on that program this morning, when they asked somebody for their opinion and they received it, they could, they could have said, gosh, isn't that fascinating? Isn't it fascinating that you have that opinion based on your, you know, your lens and your uh, life experience and all the rest of it, and yet here I am sitting on the other side of the table and my opinion is completely the opposite. Isn't that fascinating? Because whilst I respect that your opinion has come from your experience and is true for you, mine is the opposite. So where does the truth lie? And the truth, the truth lies in whatever it is we choose to assume or believe to be true becomes our truth. Your truth and my truth are two different things on probably most subjects in life or most things in life, most experiences and so on. Um, but I lost my thread there. I was looking at a bird that landed on the windowsill. But what I'm saying is when we... They were there. I owned it there. I owned the fact that I completely lost my thread, lost my train of thought because I got distracted. I didn't blame. The, well, I did blame the bird actually. I said because the bird landed on the window. Well, actually, the bird landed on the windowsill, and I allowed myself to become distracted by it. How's that for ownership? Thank you, bird. <laughs> without without you landing on the windowsill, this podcast episode would have been very different, potentially. So, what I'm saying is. Be conscious that when you're experiencing an emotional shift, you, you're the owner of that. You may have had a stimulus, an external stimulus, and so on and so forth, but it's not that that's done it to you. It's you that's done it to you, the greater you that's done it to you. And when you own that and accept it, and if you want any evidence to support whether that's truly possible or not, then read Viktor Frankl's Book, a Man's Search for Meaning, about how he, a Viennese psychiatrist or psychologist, one of the two, who was imprisoned in, in Auschwitz during the world, world War, and he talks about the last of human freedoms being our ability to choose our thoughts and our subsequent emotions and feelings. And he was being tortured on a daily basis, and yet he, he was aware that the torture could not cause him to think or feel anything that he didn't want to think or feel in terms of his emotional state. I'm sure he felt pain and all the rest of it, but it was his reaction and his response to it that really mattered. Because when we own ourselves, so what's the point of this? When we own our own emotions, then when something happens, we can stay in control. We don't have to add meaning into everything. Because it's the meaning that's the problem. Some, we get a particular stimulus in our external world, and it might be dormant. It might be an inanimate object. It might be a pile of paperwork on the desk, where, which you look at and you think, oh, I'm just not as organized as I need to be. I'm sure if I was um, more successful, I'd be more organized, or I'd have a PA to help me with this, so I'm not good enough. It's just a pile of papers on the desk.
and if we're not careful we add meaning in and that meaning means we end up feeling not good enough and then where does that lead us if we jump on that train of thought where does that lead us how does that move us to act and think and behave in ways that are in harmony with our goals if we're trying to lose weight and we jump on the scales and go oh, i've not lost any weight in the last six months and we add meaning to that how does that support us rather than jumping on the scales and say oh, the scales tell me that i haven't lost any weight but i know i feel fundamentally different i feel more focused i feel maybe i've gained a bit of muscle and lost a bit of fat and actually just the scales wouldn't reflect that i'm not saying we lie to ourselves but we can reframe everything in the moment well, I haven't lost any weight, but then it's understandable. I've not really been trying the last six months. But now I'm on it. Now I've got a vision. Now I'm focused on where I want to be. I've got a clear destination in mind in terms of my, uh, my next milestone for weight loss. And I'm attached to the vision and I'm embodying the state and I'm this and that. Isn't that so much better than getting on the scales and using them as a tool to beat yourself up? Well, actually, the scales don't, aren't a tool to beat yourself up. They're just the stimulus. And then we take over. So, and remember, everything is rooted in your consciousness. So if someone's showing up in your experience in a certain way, they're still rooted in your consciousness. And on some level, they're just playing the mouthpiece for your subconscious thoughts and assumptions or your conscious or subconscious thoughts and assumptions about them or your relationship and so on. And that can be an uncomfortable truth, but when we own it, it's also the key to freedom. So there you go, today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you or uh, not to hearing from you, but well, I love hearing from you. Please, I love hearing from you. Uh, it's why I do what I do is to support you in some small way on each of these episodes to gain a piece of awareness that supports you in some small way to change your life. And the smallest journey, the longest journey starts with the smallest step. I love the analogy of you know, the adjustment on the golf head. And I'm not a golfer. I, I aspire to being a golfer. I have played golf and I play very occasionally. Um, but I love the analogy of the difference, a one degree shift in the angle of the golf head makes when addressing the ball. You're standing on the, tee of the, on the first tee of an 18 hole course and you just adjust that angle of the head relative to the golf ball. That golf ball is going to land in a fundamentally different place, 150 or 200 or however many yards you drive. Fundamentally different place as a result of that tiny, tiny tweak at the start of the journey. So it doesn't matter where we are today. All we need to do is make a tiny, tiny adjustment. So many people set themselves up for failure by trying to revolutionize their lives. They add meaning into where they're at. And they say, well, I'm going to create a fundamentally different change. And they try and create a massive change in their life by taking massive action. One of the things that's peddled in the world of personal development. You've got to take massive action. Well, how about you took micro action? How about you took micro action, but you just did it all day, every day? 
That's it. See you on the next episode. Bye.